all the way over to the far side as Krug takes the front corner. Lucic forward to the goal line. Chara spins it to Krug. The shot save rebound. David Pasternak has his first National Hockey League goal. David Pasternak on the breakaway. He scores! David Pasternak from David Krejci. And the Bruins win it. Pasternak. Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 47, 8, and 5, and they are the best hockey team in the history of the National Hockey League. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good. Today was a lot. Uh, the whole week has been a lot, Whoa. but then within that, today was a lot. Today has been a lot. The boys had a busy morning, but it's done. It happened. If there was one single complaint or negative shadow hanging over this fan base, it has been eradicated. David Toothpaste Pasternak has been extended for eight years, $90 million. Well, first of all, the 811 2.5 kind of screws up the whole 811 88 for 88 thing. They could have given him like a $2 million signing bonus. But aside from that, there's still there's still apparently something to complain about even amongst <laughs> yeah, all this. That's where we're at, where that's the yeah. biggest problem we got going that's, on. Otherwise. That's yeah. really plaguing. We don't like right the now. aesthetics of the contract. Like... <laughs> yeah, the numbers could have been a little more in touch with numerology. But that aside, dude, it happened. There's just nothing left to do but go win the cup. Honestly, yeah. Uh, your immediate reaction, would you consider this a team-friendly deal? I think it's good for everybody. I think it's good both ways. I David agree. Pa- David Pasternak is... Let's, let me get the, to the day how old this fucker is. <laughs> He's 26 right now. He is 26, 281 days. So he will turn 27 amidst this offseason, which means you're getting him th- till he's 35. At eleven two five. Ideally, it's still during the playoffs. Ideally, probably still during the playoffs. Ideally, yeah. I say yes. I say the way that contract ages. I say the way that um, th- that contracts across the league increase. That the cap increases. I think a le- uh, that that's something that gets lost in every sport in long term deals. So people say like, oh, you're going to be paying $11 million for 35-year-old David Pasternak? Yes. Yes. But yes. that's in the year 2030. 30. That's yeah, also 20, like 30, fine. 2031. Like, that's not that's, the... Yeah, it's, that's not, not, no. it's one thing if they signed him when he was like 29 or 30 until he was like 37, 38. That's when you're like, all right, we're going to get like a couple years past his prime Pasternak. The 34-year-old Pasternak, I have to imagine, will still be a huge threat out on the ice. Uh, I also agree. I do think it is team-friendly. I think it is not unlikely or impossible that he could have gotten upwards of, like, 13 at the right team. At least, like, there was, like, talks of being, like, he could have the biggest contract in the NHL, which I think is, like, 12.6 is currently the highest. 
And like you alluded to with the cap increasing, it's only a matter of time until somebody hits 13, 14, whatever. Um, and I think Pasternak is definitely one of those guys that could have done it uh, for all of his defensive foibles. I just, he's absolutely still worth every penny. Foibles? Do you say foibles? Foibles, yes. It's a good word. I've been trying to work it in. All right. I like it. I'll, I'll all accept right. it. All right. Moving on. Foibles. Foibles. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're I think you're absolutely right. I asked because I saw sorry to interrupt, but I, I to, to kind of put a bow on that. I saw a clip from the Jeff Marrick show on Twitter where he was talking about he, he's saying that the days of players like taking less to stay in Boston are over. And he thinks that like that ended with McAvoy. And that's like another guy. I'm like, I he could have gotten more money elsewhere. Um yeah. 9.5 for McAvoy, like that's not is like full amount like that's close but like and same with Pasternak like I don't know at that time had he bet on himself and had another big year then McAvoy or Pasternak McAvoy okay maybe but I I don't know I don't know if I don't know if I would consider McAvoy team friendly at all I think I would with with pasta I mean partially because in the press conference that he gave after the contract got signed today he said he wasn't really pushing his agent to get something done, uh, that he was sitting back and letting it happen. And then he said, I'd never imagined myself playing somewhere else. So it sounds like he was pretty confident in the front office and said, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll get something get the offer. close to what I'm worth. And then there'll be some negotiations. I'll let my agent handle it. Sounds like he did. Got a number he was happy with. Signed it. Get back to playing, which is incredible. I mean, it didn't look like it was weighing on him it, no, to score I, 40 goals in however many games. It really, really didn't appear like it was weighing on him. He's just been playing his game. And I think it maybe hometown deals is the wrong way to look at it. But I think with both of these deals now and including the Hampus deal, fuck it, throw Noshik in there too. There's at least some hope or some uh, faith among the team in the front office at the very Nosek least. Zaka. Zaka, sorry. What did I, I said no shit. I was like, well, there's just so many checks. You get them confused. Yeah, sometimes. sorry. I was just like, keep... when did we extend Nosik? I'm not upset. Not even better. Right. Even better. It was Zaka. Right? So once you have uh, a couple of deals like that, that you know you want to lock guys up and, and have them stick around for a bit, pay them what they're worth to not undercut them, not get locked into stuff, not let guys go to free agency. That's kind of all you can ask for from your front office. I agree. Aside from... Also making kind of some fucking great trades, which they've dude. also done. Dude, I okay, we, we're gonna get to it, but I, I still want to wrap up some of the pasta talk. Yeah, I think yeah, it's so should... I think it's so funny mm-hmm. that like not I wouldn't say the Boston fans were like terribly worried, but it was definitely a talking point of like when is this deal getting done? Why is it not done yet? And like most people, and I think us included, were like, I mean, they're just win- they're just focusing on winning right now. Like this is like not their biggest priority, but it's just funny to know that like a lot of Boston fandom and media was just like, "What is this going to happen?" And then meanwhile, Pasternak's like genuinely not even thinking about it whatsoever. <laughs> like he's like, "Oh, I, I play hockey. They sign, con- they do contracts." Like, well, I mean, I think it w- the logical assumption to come to during that time was, "Why would Pasta sign now?" He's oh, yeah, having, like the year of his life. Like every time I saw a signed pasta, uh, my thought was, why would pasta sign right now? It doesn't make any sense. He's about to have 60 goals. Yeah. Like he should go to the market and get 13 million. But God or, bless him. Or, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it for the market, it's a team friendly deal. I don't know. I mean, you, you can make the argument as like production wise, is is every single year gonna be an eleven year, eleven million dollar year? No, but that's probably not how any contract not. works. No, that's, yeah, that's not how exactly. It's not how they work. So there there was as much as there was some talk about sign him, get it done, get it done. I don't think it ever reached a point of panic. I think it was begging and choosing. I think it was or or getting a little greedy. It was like every everything's going great, but there is still this one thing you can do. And I was like, all right, come on, get realistic. Like why they're not gonna do that. It doesn't make sense. Why would Pasternak's camp engage right now? Was this extension even remotely on your radar today? Me no. neither. It makes sense but, that it would be before the deadline, but like I didn't even at all think about it. When you texted me, Joe, because that's all you said. You said yeah. Joe. Yeah. I thought pasta. I was immediately <laughs> yeah. like, no way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> that's I could have just said you the, the eyes. Next, like, emoji. 10 minutes was crazy because I went on and all that I could see because I searched pasta. The only thing that came up was that the Bruins just tweeted like a short gif of him. Yeah, well, that's all I knew at the time, too. But then everybody was like, oh, here it comes. Like yeah, and then all of all of the beat guys kind of jumped on at the same time and were like, expect something in the next few yeah. minutes. And then my God. It's crazy it didn't break beforehand. I'm always amazed by that yeah. when contracts stay under wraps until they're literally being signed. Yeah. I I love the photo of Pasnock like taking a photo of Sweeney signing the contract. Or at least that's what it looks like. He like has <laughs> yeah. his camera pointed at it. And I did really like his conference. Like I did like him talking about like how like he does want to be a Bruin for life. Like that's which mm-hmm. like, oh boy, does that feel good to hear? Like again, like I remember ditching class in college to watch his first game play play his first game as a Bruin because I knew how big of a deal this guy was. Like even by all reports and just watching him at World Juniors, it was like, yeah, this guy could be the the big deal. And you figure another eight years of pasta taking him to 34. I mean, how many goal fucking goals is that dude going to score in eight, in the course of the next eight years? Like he's he in that eight year span, he could become the Bruins' goal leader. It's possible. I don't know how far behind he is. A, it's, we've looked at this up before. It's like Bruins all time goal. I know Busek is uh, in the lead, and I think I want to say Pasta is like two hundred something. So Busek leads. Uh, I don't with, think it's a conversation then. Uh, Busek leads with five forty five. The the laundry guy. It's weird that he scored that many goals. It's crazy. Uh, and Pasta is currently at two eighty two. Uh, so some... yeah, he'll he'll get that. He'll get that. And basically, it's Campasa scores two hundred and sixty three goals in the next eight plus years. So that would be an average of thirty three goals a year. Two sixty three over eight. Yeah, th- yeah, thirty two goals minus whatever he's gonna do if he scores that's if he scores no more goals the rest of this year yeah so basically we're at 34 years old he could become the the leading all-time bruins goal scorer honest he could do even earlier like throw in a two 50 goal seasons and that's like in six to seven years that's a fun thought i like that thought you ever think about how many guys were watching who are the last to wear their number Ooh, now i am I mean, 88, that you can retire 88 if that, if all things go well, like 46, 37, 63, even if they don't get retired, it's like, who the fuck's going to come into Boston and wear 63? Like, I think, I think Marshy, I think Marshy gets up there, but I don't know about Krejci. I don't think Krejci gets I, I, his I, number he's, retired. Now, is, he's such a weird spot where like, he is really high up and like points total for all time. Like he's ninth mm. all time in Bruins. 
But like, plenty. There's a few other guys in that. Li- well, actually, I think the only I guy think in that he might list- be a victim of his timing, bro. Because if they have to put up, I mean, is there is it confirmed that 33 is going up? No, but that's. I when is that going to happen? Like that's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> you can't put up like five numbers over. No, that, five that's years. only what it comes down to. It's like we're yeah. we're running out of space. Like we've Sorry, been playing Krage. sports for too long. Um. I was yeah, listening no. to uh, the uh, Czech broadcast when I was putting together a little montage that's at yes. the front of this episode. Uh, dying laughing at them saying Cruci. 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 Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> David Taylor. Taylor Toothpaste. Speaking Taylor of uh, Toothpaste. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, dude, I mean, it happened. <laughs> should, there should just be a moment. There should just be a moment. David Posternock's here for a long fucking time. You you know what Taylor almost sounds like? Tyler. Tyler. Ty. All right. Ty, Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin. Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin. That's everybody. still settling with me. I don't know about you. Hathaway and Orlov were immediate. I was like, yes. But when I think Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin, I'm like, uh, who said that? Who, yeah. who, who on Twitter proposed that? When Something you, about you, it. It's, I was it's aesthetic, to, isn't it? Like, you, it's the face. I was driving into work, and I very dangerously looked at my phone. Um, don't do not do not do do what I do. Uh, and I see that you send me a tweet that Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin. And my immediate reaction was, no, he's not. I, I was like, what day was this? Like, like who was saying this? I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Not really in taking into consideration the fact that in the last two games we lost our second and third left winger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it makes sense. Like Bertuzzi, yes, of course he's a Bruin. That's honestly everybody's response so far. Uh, Steve Dangle, I I loved his video about t- for today. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like freaking out. He's like a fucking course. Tyler Bertuzzi goes to Boston. Like of course he does. And I, th- I think it was him or somebody else saying that like no team in the league does a better job of draft of picking players, not drafting, but like trading for players that fit their team better than Boston does. Like Hathaway, that's a Bruin. Orlov, that's a Bruin. Bertuzzi, that's a Bruin. That's crazy. Like it's like there's no like oh maybe they'd fit. It's like oh yeah, of course, of course that guy belongs in Boston. There's also such a dichotomy in the kind of guys that are here. And yeah, they have we been have... here for a while. There's always like the Charas, the Krejci's, obviously Bergeron. There's like course, quiet, Bergeron. stoic leaders, lead by example. They're up for sportsmanship classy. awards. Classy, beautiful, just adorable monoliths of men. And then there are guys who are famous for licking other guys. <laughs> Spitting on Spitting. other guys. Being related to Todd Bertuzzi, <laughs> <laughs> which three is a crime in itself. Three, three bad things. Like it's so funny. I oh, love. So good. I love this team's identity. They're, it's dual identity that it has. Uh, My buddy was like, "Did Sweeney just wake up a couple weeks ago and be like, pick bad Bruins? Remember that? Remember? Remember when we us? we were just were the biggest pains in the ass to play against?" And not because we score four goals a game and our goalie would rather like cut off a toe than let in a goal. You I had a great line to me. I don't want to steal it from you. you, had, you had I don't I don't remember what it is, so you can go ahead. <laughs> we have an all-star lineup of I fucking hate that guy. 
Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, that that's there's and everybody Martian around the Hathaway, league is talking Freddy, about that Bertuzzi, today. Hathaway, like yeah, I love the tweet. It was just like it's uh the lineup is asshole, Saint, Jake Debrusk, check check check, uh Hall Coil, asshole, asshole, Nozick, asshole, like. <laughs> Like our bottom six the, is just outrageously annoying. Like, and I'm so fucking excited for it, dude. Uh the the bottom six does look a little different. It does. Yeah, we should probably As... transition into the the this is I I'll say overall with Bertuzzi, I also just feel very bittersweet about it. Uh um, right, because what he represents is kind of sad. Sad. Um, no. yeah, um Taylor Hall to the LTIR, Nick Felino to the IR. Uh, and there was some being, troubling news surrounding it too. Yeah, it's not just... they're, they're being a little cryptic about it still. Like, so with Nick Felino initially, it was like he's unlikely to return to the game. Um, and with Taylor Hall, it was like, oh, he's going home, but it, we don't think it's anything serious. And then it's you're probably not going to see either of these guys until the playoffs. Which you would this think is from. Sorry, go ahead. This is from you Ty would... Anderson. Bruins unsure if Hall or Felino need surgery, but it is unlikely we see them until the playoffs. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, ah, shit, not great. Uh, which is strange to put one on the LTIR, not. Uh, uh, I, you could take that as they probably they might feel more confident that Nick Felino could come back earlier than Hall or Felino's lost. They're lumping them in together. Surgery. I think that's what's what's weird. Well, okay. So I, what I was going to say is. So now with uh, Hall and the LTIR, what that's like, what, 24 days, 10 games minimum, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and, and you would think um, at this point in the year, like, oh, they won't be back to play us. Like, it's not that far. That's a quarter of the season. We still have a quarter of the season left to play. It's all over 21 games. So 21 or 22. A lot of games left to play. We are recording this before the Buffalo game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that, I don't know. Something about that was it stood out to me in that like oh, initially I was like, Oh, it's not that bad. Like that's only a couple weeks away. And I'm like, no, that's like six weeks away. That's a long time that's to not is, be playing hockey. It's, that's it's just about doing. six weeks. The, the final game of the regular season is April 13th. Yes. Do you know where they end the, the season by the way? Uh, in Montreal, in Montreal, Centre Belle. in Mount Royal. You ever th- call it Mount Royal? No, I do. Why would I? That's what it means. Gross. Isn't that gross? Wait, what? Mount, yeah. Mont- That's what Montreal means? Yeah, like Montreal. Oh, my God. It's like Mount Royal. Ugh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. I, I remember when I was like 12, I put together that Vermont was just Green Mountain. Yep. And I felt same, like same I, I cracked the Da Vinci Code. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's you know, all coming I put together. together the other day? What's that? This, this, one's, this one's nuts. It might blow your mind. Alphabet? Alpha Beta. Alpha beta. It's literally A B. That one got me the first time. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Learning your ABCs is in your alphabet's the same thing, just your ABs. That's I'm, nuts. Okay. Anyway, anyway, anywho. I, I'm know. just looking at that photo that you tweeted at Posternot because you really love that photo of Posternot. I really do love that photo <laughs> of Posternot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Tim Allen grunt. Like, <laughs> they gave me uh, what? How really many dollars? So much toothpaste. Uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, as much as the rest of the season does seem daunting, I or you know, like a long time, bad. I it also doesn't, man. I mean, I'm looking at it now, it's like it's a handful of games, it doesn't look like a quarter of a season. I'll say that. Um, it's and a lot, dude, they're playing like four times a week for the rest of the year. 
Yeah. They don't but have the two days of off until April 2nd. That's yeah. great. That's sticking out to me. Because I was like, oh, this was West Coast trip. They're gas. When can they get some extended time off? Not for another fucking month. <laughs> like, Yeah. And then after that, there's no break either. The and then after that, it's day off, day on for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't know how that we, we were talking about that at the beginning of the season. Yeah. We were talking about like, isn't that's going to be a nuts way to end the year. Um, you got to imagine they're going to be leaning on Providence. Like do probably, you, like, I mean, this isn't the best time for this to happen. I will say that if you no. want to try to find some, what's the opposite of silver? What's it would be the opposite of a silver lining? I, the periodic table is too vast. If you were tungsten. looking for a no, tungsten's good. If you're looking for a tungsten core, radium. If you're looking for a radium core to, I do. Now we're getting into <laughs> now we're nuclear now we're, reactor we're flag, stuff. We're flagged. If you if you're looking Thank for the Chernobyl of this season. <laughs> Um, it would be that you got to expect there's going to be some tied legs over the next month. You got to expect there's going to be some injuries coming over the next month. And uh, it's not the great time, uh, the best time to lose to two guys. No, and those um, are tough guys to lose. Yeah. Uh, fully for in two kind of different ways. Like it's a very play driving motor running top six forward and then huge locker room guy, big effort guy, bottom six, uh, especially for Felino, like the year he's been having the fact that we're going to not have him for a quarter of the season. That sucks. He was yeah. my, he was, who would have been my vote for seventh player this year too. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's heartbreaking to see him not be able to finish out the season. If that not is really what's going to happen. I, for whatever reason, just don't believe that he's hurt. I just think, think just nursing. <laughs> no, I just, I'm, I mean, I'm still in denial. Is what I mean. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <Sounds like. laughs> yeah. That, that I just imagine like, oh, he'll be back in a week or two. He'll be fine. All right. I'm kind of dumb and think that he might just travel with the team. Uh, I mean, when are they traveling next? They're at home for a bit. I think they got, yeah. they got four games at home. Wait, that's not true. Wait, am I stupid? Oh, I am stupid. In Detroit. I'm definitely okay. I'm wrong. They have four days off <laughs> this next week. <laughs> I completely misread the schedule. All right. That's my bad. I tweeted that something wrong then. Yeah. So they play Thursday, Saturday, and then they have four days off. They don't play till next Thursday. Um, so that's good. That's that's fine. But they don't travel till the twelfth and they have a five game road trip. But mo all mostly in the east, except for Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a Midwest, a Midwest road trip. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I see Nick being around the team. I see him I not wanting so. to uh, spend time away from the team. So as involved as Nick can be, I think he will be. I like that. I think maybe that might like be part that. of the reason why they didn't put him on the LTIR. I don't know how what the restrictions are for how much you can participate in things like practices when you're on the LTIR. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know, even just like being in the locker room. Like I'm just picturing Jake doing the lineup reading. Mm -hmm. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> Phoenix Coyotes legend Taylor Hall. This guy is old <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, I'm yeah. I'm, it's weird. It's, a, it's such a weird trade off. The way that the way that injuries work in hockey. That's like you have your whole team, but like the odds of seeing them all at once is is low. Luckily, this team is deep enough where I'm not worried about them. It's just no. that like the two two guys went down, but we got two new forwards, right? So in in uh, Hathaway and Bertuzzi, which is nuts to say. 
<laughs> I like that. That Hathaway and Bertuzzi are your two new. Jeez, just <laughs> you added some bash brothers. If if you <laughs> interviewed players, especially like fans around the Atlantic, probably, and be like, who are the last two players you probably want to end up in Boston? I'm sure they would be on a list. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The and, but brothers. the thing is, it's it's like it's like I have to remind myself. Like, wait, we, we were ready for this. Like Hall and Felino went oh, down. Yeah. There's yep. there's two guys there. We knew it was coming it, at some point. Yeah. And I mean, it just makes you wonder come May what the team is going to look like. We were playing around a little bit earlier. A Hall Coil Bertuzzi third line. <laughs> Hall Taylor Hall it's almost, Charlie it, Coyle. It's a waste in other teams. Like, you're why do you need all those guys if you're putting them on your third line? Think of that. Bro, that's that's a pretty good top line that's a stellar second line that's a really good second line and that is a passable top line i mean bertuzzi just came off of detroit's top line which by the way let's let's talk about this real quick real 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 quick we're gonna as we always have to one of our three four five things we gotta talk about we gotta talk about the 2019 stanley cup final (laughs) gotta talk about paul korea and we've got to talk about the eastern conference wildcard race correct detroit opted out they said now we're good no, 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 no. You know what they did? They, they, they did one. They did two things, and they went in complete opposite directions. They signed Dylan Larkin to eight years, yes, seven yeah. mil, and then the next day they traded away his winger. <laughs> and they and like, did you see? I sent you the tweet. Yeah, he it's was like, like I'm Larkin pissed about up. it, and so is so. Yeah, Bertuzzi's Tyler. not thrilled. Like it's like, and it's super easy get for it. us to be like, oh, you're pissed. You're going to the cup, the probably the cup contender. But it's, it's like, yeah, that sucks. I mean, he's I don't blame his him. whole yeah. career there, I think. Also, like, are you trying to celebrate with your line mate that he just got the money he deserves? And Right. There's been a lot of heartless transactions recently, which we'll get to at some point. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. just just so, uh, I don't know, shocking, weird that Detroit would do that. That they're like, yeah, we're in it. And we're, Never mind. we got our guy. And maybe next year. <laughs> Wait, what? Excuse me? So so that happens. Detroit says, "Now nah, we're out of the race. We 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 gave it our all, not really though." And the Senators look out for my Senators. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little uh they landed Chikrin. They did it. it. song. Arizona fucked themselves over so badly. <laughs> did you see the statement that they made I think this morning? No, I did not. Rob, it's embarrassing. Is this the Arizona made? Yeah. What? Oh God! What are they? Basically, just saying like, although we didn't get a big return, we didn't retain any of his salary, and we consider that a win. <laughs> That's they're so bad. That's so they bad. Are, Rob. They are happy that they dumped four point two million dollars. Oh yeah, they're stoked about that. The most poorly managed club in the league and it's that's i don't think it's close i really don't like that's an indictment on the league that looks so bad that they're celebrating hell yeah we got 4.2 mil off the books wow (sighs) just just ridiculous but i'm again i'm gonna i'm gonna really jump on this senator's bandwagon i want them to get in i mean i want to truck them in four once they once they do sneak in in the second Uh, yeah slot. yeah but i want them to get in god damn it i want them to try and, and and get there I hope yeah, this doesn't I mean, age poorly. Oh my god, they're that five is... points out, and they got to get past Washington, Florida, Buffalo, and then overtake Pittsburgh and the Islanders. That's a tough road. I don't know what their schedule looks like for the rest of the year, 
but that that's brutal. They have three games in hand in Washington who they're just behind by two points. So like they could probably leapfrog Washington, but then Florida has two games. Uh, oh no, they have two in Florida too. All right. No, they, they got a shot. They got, they, they got to play really, six some really points, good hockey. There's six points behind the Islanders. Chigurin hasn't have played four in games seven on. months either. Cause Arizona just like iced them while they were waiting to trade them. Which is like that's gotta be fucking annoying for Chickering, yeah. like not playing for like I think it was like two and a half weeks that he didn't play because they were like dragging their feet on trading him. That's gonna be yeah. so annoying. But also look out, dude. They've won. They've won three in a row. I mean, it's not. It's not eight. Yeah, they've dude, won three in a row. Um, there's a lot going on. I I kind of want to get to the games before we like really hit the trade deadline stuff because there is a lot there I want to talk about. But I want to make sure that we get a chance to talk about the game. Also, really yeah. quickly to wrap up the Bertuzzi, I'm also really fucking excited to see Tyler Bertuzzi be a Bruin. I think that's going to be some incredible hockey, and I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I feel like did, I haven't you, seen many edits. Is that number fifty nine? Timmy Schaller, Tim the Granite Man. Shout out from Merrimack. You saw him at a bar once, didn't you? You were in Man. Didn't you see him at a bar in Manchester? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Somebody else, but you told me about it. Yeah, it's like one of my buddies was like, "I'm at a bar. I'm at. I think they were at the Thirsty Moose in Manchester. Yes. And they're like, and it was during the playoffs, and he was just like at the the Moose drinking, <laughs> drinking. Like, was that me? It might. I don't know who else. Is I don't remember because as you said at a bar, I was like, oh yeah, the Moose. Hold on. That is weird. I think I think you told me about it while we were there. I think you were like, oh, my buddy saw Tim Schaller here once. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you. It was? May 6, 2019. Remember the Thirsty Moose? Yes. I'm there now. Schaller is here. I guess he's been here all series. <laughs> Just gone. Just nothing. <laughs> it was a whole four years ago. <laughs> I guess, yeah, well, four years, dude. You're expecting yeah. me to remember four years ago. Holy cow. No I don't shot. often remember earlier in the day. Like, no. I, I'm, I'm a I little bummed. Here? I haven't seen many good jersey swaps for Bertuzzi. I will say that. Uh, dude, they all look trash. Dude, the Arizona one for, <laughs> for Patty Kane. <laughs> Woo! You're... Just Awful. didn't right. try. All right, okay. I said let's not talk about trade stuff, and, we're, and I keep talking about trade stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, Edmonton, the Edmonton game. Edmonton, they play I covered the oil as so I, I really I was in it. This so this is a game that they they're still in their process of trying out setting out a defenseman, and they mm-hmm. set out Grizz this game, uh, which I did think is the move. I am kind of a little surprised that we're not trading Grizz to be honest. Not that we do not need anything. There's the, I just am a little surprised that that ever happened. We didn't trade Grizz, Riley, or Zaboral. I thought all three of them were going to go, and none of them did. Yeah. Also, I felt yeah. like this game was just Edmonton in a nutshell, where it's like, let McDavid score. And it's like, mm, is that enough? Nope. No. Nope, it was not. Twice. Um, twice. He did it twice. And I fucking, I knew that he, he going into this game, he had 48. I'm like, he's going to get 50. Like, he's going <laughs> to hit 50 against us. Because it's uh, usually a safe bet. What, what was that thing you sent me? Is like, he has like five straight multi-goal games or something like that. He's like, the third player ever. To have five straight multi-goal games. That's fucking crazy. So in the last in the last five games, he has ten goals. And this plus minus is still trash. I mean, it's it's fine. It's not trash. I mean, you see the highlights and blah blah blah, but like when you watch in game, first he's, of all, oh my god, dude, he's so much better than everybody. It's like he, it's it, not close. No, it's not. Like you don't watch him long enough. 
And you kind of fall out of that, like, is he the best? Like, I know he's up there, but is he the best? And then you watch one game, or you watch a game where he's playing against your team, and you're like, what the fuck is this guy on? Like, it, it's even like he's in another league, dude. It's even like on the, watching an NHLer in the AHL. It's like Bobby Clark was talking about Bobby Orr, where he was just like, this guy, it's got to be a better, higher league for this guy. Like, like this doesn't make sense. Like. It's nuts. It's nuts. He's he's also at a hundred percent all the time. It's like in the oh, third yeah. period, it's like you're not gassed at all. No, he, you're still his... digging in the corners like that. You're crossing over behind your own net on your breakout. Like you're you're getting in there all the time. Like he moves so fluid, dude. He's so good. Break out a good he's line. So... It was like you need to force him to play east west because literally nobody can beat him north south. Like if he gets going, yeah. you can't beat him. You simply cannot. Like no, like I, I can't understand his acceleration. He goes from he's like Bakar, but even crazier. He goes his from hands, standing hands still like to full speed in a half a second. Like he's banana lands, dude. In case, in case you guys didn't know, Connor McDavid's very good. Uh, but watching I, him in, in a game setting, it's like it, you almost feel like the the Edmonton crowd. Uh I don't know. Like they they demand it from them because they need it because they're not getting it. Other, I mean, I, I understand they have dry so I don't understand RGH like RGH right? RNG RNH Ryan Nugent Ryan Nugent Gopkins Ryan Nugent God My Chemical Romance. I remember we were watching a movie and like the production company was MRC and I looked at you. I'm like, my Remical Comance. <laughs> <laughs> did I laugh then too? You did more earnestly the first time, which oh. I thought was generous even then. Nice. I'll, I, also for McDavid, he is the only yeah. player I've ever seen get not applause, but like, so what, I saw him play at the garden and when he got the puck, the garden was excited to see him get the puck. That's I've never seen that before. And I don't know if I'll see that again with any other player, at least active right now, maybe Bedard, but it, everyone like leans forward. They like want him to do something. I think was it was you who said they're like, is it bad that I kind of want to see McDavid score? I think I said it against Boston. Like, I think I said it like at puck drop. And then two minutes in, you were like, well, there you go. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Uh, Took, took no time at all. You're like, oh, well, yeah. there it is. Uh, but yeah, no. man, it's let me t I'll say this too. I mean, this is not a hot take whatsoever. Get him out of there, get him out. Yeah, that, the man deserves better. Also, dude has zero personality. At least, I think he's kind of funny, bro. With, at least with the camera on him. That's probably the, the, the most honest thing I could say in this context, but. Did you ever see that video? God, I half remember the video. I'm going to suck at telling the story. Hell yeah. Um, it's like a fan starts telling him a sob story. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it's a bad start. A fan starts <laughs> telling him a sob story, and they're like, and my dad, and we watched the game, and, and he's like really bombarded. And he like his eyes get wide, and he like, he like looks at the person, looks at the camera, looks at the person, looks at the camera, looks at the person, looks at the camera. <laughs> He's like, oh no! And then there's that famous picture of him with the oh, with the couple in the airport. I love that so much. One of them's holding uh -huh. his elbow, the other one's just holding his hand, and they're so excited. And he's just like blinking SOS what? and Morse code. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he does have like a little bit of that in him. And I, it's been a while now, but there is a video of him 
I want to say three, four years ago. This I do remember for some reason. What I did, what bar I went to, and who I saw, I don't remember. This one video with 12 seconds long of Connor McDavid I saw on Twitter, I remember it. He was leaving a restaurant in Edmonton with his parents, I think. Okay. And the video was from the perspective of a fan who was like following him and yelling at him. Oh, that, and no, like that, heckling that's him. Gross. And he just, he handled it well. Just like, hey. didn't say anything, didn't turn. I think he got in his car. I think he said, like, have a good night, man. It's like yeah. that, if that's the stuff that he's going through, and he also is like as good as he is and never plays past April, then I don't blame him for being like a little down. Watch him go to like Vegas. Oh, dude. And be like, <laughs> and be like, wow. Crazy. Yeah. And be like, imagine him being like the face of the league in Vegas. And yeah. he like, he comes out to start warmups and he's like, juggling flaming bowling pins <laughs> and, and two women dressed as the statue of liberty carry him out and he's he's holding two roman candles this feels like the intro the to a, like a rocky fight with apollo creed like the pad i want a cartoonishly vegas version of david pa- he wears grills he's called david Pasternak. Did I said David? Pa- I you think said I said David. David McDavid is what I said. I heard pasta, but David David McDavid, David McDavid, Brian O'Brien, dude. David, I mean, even his name, Connor McDavid, sounds like you made a hockey player in a workshop. Yeah, that's not a real name. TJ also, Oshie I'm sure the NHL really, or uh, yeah, probably the NHL probably wishes that he was in the American markets more mm-hmm. and not tucked away in Edmonton. I do feel like him. Imagine him in the Atlantic. I wonder how that would go. Imagine him not in the like the pillow fight league, as somebody on Twitter called it. I think it was Sammy that I, I thought that was it was Sammy. That was really funny. Um, shout out, shout out, Sammy. There you go. There he is. Uh, yeah, I, I I always wondered. It's just like and like that. That's I'm in no way implying that like he would not still be the same player in the Atlantic. I'm just like imagine him on Montreal. <laughs> or toronto i'd rather we, not. as you said as you really just said get not. him out of the canadian markets get him <laughs> into the american market and you're you've named the only two canadian teams in the division uh ottawa right right well do you of all people to forget listen about, i don't think of ottawa you as, the Who? i don't think of them as canada i know I they're the capital but i don't think the of atlantic them. times every now and then i think that the devils are in the atlantic and i'm like oh no they're not I don't know why I think I mean, the division. No reason for them to be. Yeah, the divisions don't make any sense. Look, if Detroit can be in the Atlantic, anything goes. Like <laughs> classic Atlantic City, Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Connor McDavid is very good. Yeah. So we, we'll let's, transition. Let's talk about so this the, game. the opening goal is like that dry sidle stretch pass. It's like a hundred and twenty foot pass to McDavid, and he went five hole on Swayman. And the sport, uh, the other teams broadcast, they're like, honestly, if that were any other player, Swayman would want that back. But like, you get the make that was Connor McDavid pass. Like, it, yeah, you just take it. He could it's arc also a like, shot where did from 100 feet. From? Where did he go? Where did you come from, Connor McJoe? <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's just one of those things you just see a stretch pass go up. You're like, where's that going? And you're like, oh, good. Connor McDavid's alone on the Boston <laughs> Blue Line. Excellent. Why'd they like, ice it? Oh, oops. no. <laughs> oops. Uh, yeah, but then. And as we all expected, when Connor McDavid scores, what happens? 
Tomosh um, Nosek responds 13 seconds that's later. That's what just like we all knew was going to happen. We're like, death we taxes and like, Nosek scoring to sh- overshadow Connor McDavid. Like, like this is going to be a tit for tat game. McDavid <laughs> scores, Nosek scores. Like, who's going to come out of this with more points? Do they fight? More importantly, when will they fight? Montgomery's like, all right, McDavid scored. Send out Nosek. <laughs> like, it's Get your out time. Like, yeah, to- yeah. Nosek looks over his shoulder. Monty looks at him, gives him like uh, a subtle <laughs> nod. Smile, no teeth. Hop over. Yeah, uh, no it, words exchanged. That, that goal was also Orlov and Hathaway's first points as Bruins. It was. It was. It was indeed. It was right. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I had yeah, to think no, about it because the Calgary <laughs> game I, is I when. Think about it. Um. Mm-hmm. So the Orlov pass to Hathaway. At first, I thought it kind of just went off somebody's skate to get to Nosek. It does look like it just bounced around, yeah. But if you watch that, Hathaway, like, does the, like, chop at it. Like, he's trying to redirect a shot. Like, it's purposeful. Yeah, and it's a a one-motion. It's a one-touch pass to the slot from below the goal line. I can't understand. Like, and I, it may have gone off the other guy's stick, like the defender's stick. Like, it's mm-hmm. really hard to tell. But at the very least, like, that's deeply impressive for him to even have the the frame of mind to know to redirect that out front or even try yeah. to. Yeah. And then just like completely alone, not even like it wasn't even on the stick for more than a hundred milliseconds, just right past Skinner. And also, Noshik just left entirely alone. Like we can say that. That'll probably just, happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He he at that point that like between that game and the Vancouver game, he was at like 76% at the faceoff dot. We should talk about him, dude. Not not enough flowers being given to our boy Tommy Tommy No. I made a point to write about him because I was like, it's not being discussed enough that Nosek came back and is like immediately very impactful. Like his first game back against Vancouver, he had a shot of goal in the first like eight seconds. Like that was mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep. Um deep very happy to see him contributing the way that he has. Yeah, do been. you remember remember when he had that he had the yips, dude? Yeah, yeah, it was for so long, just like could not buy a goal. It was like missing open open nets, like just mm-hmm. like it was brutal. So it, it's such still a great mental to see roadblock, that. and now he's doing this. Yeah, I'm very happy to see that. Um, you know who else I'm deeply impressed with is Dmitry Orlov. What the fuck? Oh my god, bro! How about this? Him? Is this is the Lindholm trade of the year? Where you get a guy that you know is good, you know is very good, and then he comes to Boston. You're like, I didn't know he was this fucking good. <laughs> like, yep. Like his. All right, I I could not stop watching the clip of the Felino goal mm-hmm. because it starts his last goal con- of the season. Oh, shut the fuck up! Oh, God Sorry. damn it! Well, Sorry. all right. Well, you were hey, getting a little high there. You were getting a little high. Uh, so Connor McDavid is looking to make a pass to I think. Uh, She's somebody I forget could be anyone. And it, it looks like it's, he's trying to make it through Orlov's skates or near his skates. And the very last second, Orlov adjusts his skates to disrupt it like so mm-hmm. fast. Like, I don't understand how you respond that meaningfully that fast and gets it right to his stick and then one touches it up to Felino, like all in like half a second. I could not stop watching the footwork on that. I was. Yeah, I mean, so I mean skate, skate to stick up ice in boom, boom, boom off of Connor McDavid's pass. Yeah. And an, and, and an effective pass, too, I think is the biggest thing out of that, that he didn't ice the puck. He didn't no. throw it away. It was tape to tape to a, a swirling uh, 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 fucking Felino going the other way. 
Yeah, and then the give and go was really pretty too. It was him and Coyle. Uh, I thought they were going to be outside for a moment. Even Brick was like, "Ah, they might look at that." But then, like, it just play just kept going. Yeah. Um, Call me crazy, bro. Uh, The whole idea of reviewing offsides, I think, is a little dumb. I think it's overdone. I I think it's overdone too. I think. I mean, I'm a big spirit of the rule guy. Yeah. You know what is the point of the rule? You know, it's to keep like cherry picking away, and it's also to like put some emphasis on zone possession. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could ever code it into the ruling, but like whenever there's a scenario where it's like the entry was like 45 seconds before the goal and it was like a half an inch. I'm like, what the, who gives a shit? Like, but it's like, that's easy to say, but if it happened against us, I'm sure we're going to be like, no, that play was offside. Like, yeah, I know. It's just kind of, yeah, brutal. no, I try to stand by that one. That's yeah. one that I, I like to stand firm on on my stance on rules so that even when something goes the other way, I can say like, hey, even as a Bruins fan, I'll say that's a little dumb that that got called yeah. back for you guys. Yeah, like I, I like to try to stand stand clear on those things. I because I hate being called a homer when I when I'm I really think I use logic in this game to to dictate. My feelings, even though that doesn't make a whole ton of we sense do a lot of the time, I try. I try. I think we really each other in sometimes. No, yeah, we definitely do. You'll be like, this is like you in more than the other way. But yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm the asshole. Got it. Like I'll throw you under the bus. Thanks. There there are definitely times where you're like, fuck that. And I'm like, I don't think that was that. I mean, that wasn't like, dude, you're right. Like a terrible call. They call it both ways, dude. (laughs) Fair. Um, There was a couple scares this game. So this was Martian getting like chopped in the ankle. By nurse, yeah. I mean completely incidentally, not implying anything. And Martian had to get stitches, and then was I out. Think, 10 I think you should have got a game of misconduct. I can't be. Are you serious? No, no, I was just okay. doing. Yeah. <laughs> you were very, you very plain yeah. face when you said that just now. Uh, and then, so honestly, to go back to me overreacting and you having to reel me in, uh, David Krejci initially it looked like he got like a brutal flying elbow to the head and then it was just he just booped himself in the eye with his own stick i don't know if i'd call it booped bro he almost took his eye out that's a boop that's a capital right. b boop yeah we should talk about this he almost so gouged his own eye out with a the, it, piece it, of this actually is a perfect transition because we are huge jack and brick guys uh yes we are and Still am. The, and we were just talking about being objective and letting logic logic will prevail. <laughs> Reason will prevail. Reason will prevail. <laughs> I don't know if Jack and Brick I'm playing both getting... sides. <laughs> so no matter what, I come out on top. You should not be telling me that. <laughs> I'm a double agent. Uh, Jack and Brick, I don't know if they were getting shown the wrong feed or something or not the right angle, but they were adamant that David Krejci got elbowed in the eye and it should be a major. Why are they looking at this? It's clear as day. Why are the fans booing? They should learn the rules of the game. (laughs) What are they watching? They just showed them the replay. And it's pretty clear as I'm watching a replay wherein David Krejci's own stick gets tangled up in what's his face, his pants, and then ricochets up and almost takes his own eye out. And I thought it was so clear. I watched it like seven times. Like, what? what is, what are they seeing? I, I want to give them credit and say, like, maybe Nesson was giving them a bad angle or, like, maybe their monitors are real small. But 
I was like pretty floored by how adamant they were about it, especially clowning the fans. That was the big one for me when they started throwing shade at the Edmonton fans. I was like, you guys are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I initially was like very much like I had the black and gold goggles on, but there was like one angle in particular. It was like kind of like near ice level, like from like the back left perspective where you just, what really gave it away is like the guy's elbow was nowhere near crazy's head. Like I didn't even see the stick. The only thing I took away, I'm like, his elbow's not near his head. That doesn't make sense. And then you're like, I think it was a stick. And then they showed it again. I'm like, Oh, hundred percent, 100%. And you know what? Credit where credit's due to Jack and brick. Once they called it, they're like, maybe we're wong And then they watched the replay. They're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well now we see it. Like, and like you expect yeah. Jack to kind of go off the handle a little bit with shit like that, just because he's a very animated guy. But even mm-hmm. for Brick to be like right there with him, Brick has been getting a bit more animated as well this season. I don't know if you've kind of been picking up on that too, but he's I have I have picked up it up that. a bit. He's not Jack, as black and white like Jack. I think Jack's rubbing off on him a little bit. I don't know if that's what it is or if he just I don't know. You can only sit near that that level of anger and passion for so long before you want to get a little Cartoon slice of the character. pie for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I say that with so much love in my heart for Jack Edwards. He's an absolute cartoon character. Like, Oh, yeah. And that's why I, yeah. I love him being the play-by-play guy. It's so much more fun. It's such a new, awesome level of entertainment. It's like <laughs> a game on top of the game. It's like, we get the game, and then what does Jack have to say about it? Like, And, dude, break, breaking out this year a little bit not breaking yeah. out but just like a, a new version of brick coming to town is like uh <laughs> it's like we had to earn that you yeah. know we've had a long time of brick being level-headed brick being this guy and and the straight leg really and jack i think it was actually crazy's own stick I don't there. Know, they might take another look at this the fact that we're getting brick to like break down a wall or two is so nice because you earned like it. it it feels good it's like yeah, yeah, brick on button. Yeah, like, I want to, I want to see brick in in the in the pregame, like undo his tie. I'm like I want to see brick after buttons. a couple drinks. Like him, I like in a bet. playoff game, is double OT. Like clearly, him and Jack have been leaning into the sauce a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see brick dance. Brick seems like a guy who would start dancing. <laughs> I thought Jax was swearing on on air during the Calgary game, which we'll get to. He was just like, he's standing on his freaking head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he my, did sit my, on that F head, for a second. My, my head just kind of like filled in the blanks. He's standing on his fucking head. <laughs> he did sit on the F for a bit. He's standing on his freaking head. I was like, oh, he had to reel that one back. Drop it, Jack. Do it. It's like tapping him on the shoulder. Like, no, 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 no. All right, but to round round out the Edmonton game, he had the Zaku goal where he's just him diving and then just soaring that puck over Skinner somehow. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we reference our texts on here a lot, but I mean, honestly, it's it's, it it helps me tremendously to go through our Twitter messages and our texts. I'm like, what were we talking about? We were, I mean, I think we both texted each other, all caps, wow. Yeah, I, I, that like, was Whoa. astonishing. Yeah. Um, what the last, call. okay, the, one of the last things I want to talk about is we had the five and three chance at the end of this game. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, no, even before we get to that, when it was the five on four, Pasta had like four shots and they all got blocked by Day or Nade. 
and he just like two hand baseball bat swung at Pasternak's back as he was going into the corner. Which well, the thing got is, got to be the most blatant fuck this guy. I just want to hit him with my stick slashing call <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, I mean, God bless the guy, dude. He had he had four blocked shots in like forty seconds, and then that fuck you hack in the back, and then had a scrum after the whistle. He yeah. was in it as much as I've ever so seen mad. anybody in any single play ever. I yeah, I thought that was funny. But so then you get the five on three from that. On that's such a dumb fucking excuse me, dumb penalty to take. Yeah. But then the only thing I want to talk about from that five on three is the opportunity that David Pasternak had where he was coming around the net and was on the left wing side and had truly all of the ice in the world in front of him. Could have taken a, a shot short side. Could have frozen shot far side. Could have made a move on Skinner. Could have passed it. And he said, nah, nah. I'm just going to skate. If? I'm going to dangle and skate this into the Oilers on the other side. of, And then uh, I'm going to leave. And that's it. Also, I think this is the game that I saw Krejci early in the game. The Bruins had possession in the Oilers' end, and Krejci just left the zone and wasn't even near the bench. Like went across the ice very slowly, and the puck went off him, and then out of the zone. He looked at it, go down the ice, and then just kept like gliding to the bench. It reminded me of Yager in 2013, where he'd be going Mm -hmm. for a line change, and it would take him like 20 seconds to get to the bench. I'm like Yager, fucking move your ancient ass, like. Yeah, Krejci, dude, the checks, the checks have that about them. They get they hit thirty seven, and they're like, I, I don't move anymore. Somebody push me, like, yeah, this is what I do. I'm gonna take my yeah. time. And then, I mean, pasta, pasta got the memo, and it said twenty six, because <laughs> he does it too, dude. He does. I, but God, do I love him? God, yeah, all eleven point two five million of them. Uh, the Calgary game. Yes. Yeah, Holy let's just get to it. That, so that's 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 the meat and potatoes here. We yeah, have uh, well, I'll say this. I, I, <laughs> I thought I thought there we might be in for a Swayman goal. I will say that. Oh yeah, I still think it's. I I still wouldn't put it past him to score one. Yeah, actually, was this? Am I dope? Was, no, Ed, Edmonton was the Swayman game, and then Calgary Edmonton was, was the Swayman game. You're right. Walmart game. Right. Yeah, the record-setting single-game franchise save record. Now belongs to Linus, the meanest penis, Omar. <laughs> 54 you know saves. And you know what he got? Two points. The second star of the game. Who the fuck got? Oh, Orlov. It was Orlov. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. Like, it's like, stupid. What? I don't know. Give it to Linus. Oh, also, in the Edmonton game, McDavid was the first star, and they lost. And I don't like when that happens, and I know you don't either. Yeah, but you it's lo- also McDavid. You, you don't get the first you don't you don't get the first start. You lost. Sorry. Like second star. Fuck it. Like no. Boo. It's McDavid. Give him give him the first yeah, star every night. You can get what they want. Uh um, and so how, just like yeah. that, by the way, in this game, also, the Bruins sweep their season series against the Calgary Flames. Oh, also the win against Edmonton that yep. marks the first time an NHL team has beat 31 other teams in the same season. I love that. And in a it's similar dumb. vein. God, I love that. I love what I'm about to say. I love that the Bruins were the first team to beat 31 other teams in a single year, and the first ever ranked 32 overall team was the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, I do love that. How too. cute is that little thing there? Yeah, Mount how great. Royal. 
Mount the Mount Royal inhabitants. Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah, I just, I just like that. there was like the f- twenty three games left, and they've already beaten everybody in the league. I'm like that's pretty great. Like, <laughs> I do. I think it was the Bruins stats account, which. Is that also Red Sox stats? Have we talked about that? I've always wondered the same thing. They have like identical icons. Yeah. I don't know. I just but assume I, they're robots. I know you know they're not, but I always assume that they were. Like, I don't know if they are the same person, but I'm pretty sure the bio is the same too. Yeah. Bruin stats is either Red Sox stats' a side account that he like throws some stuff on sometimes, or it's like a Red Sox stats super fan who like emulated. Ah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's that. That's my idea. But he tweeted out, or this robot tweeted out, a uh, deserve to win o meter. Oh, I retweeted that period. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, retweeted it after the first. I think it was at eleven percent. Yeah, for the yeah, Bruins, yeah, yeah, yeah. deserve to win after five hundred simulations. They won eleven percent <laughs> of the time. Uh, it didn't. I don't know, dude. Call me crazy. It just didn't feel like it though even after the first period when the shots were i think they were the most slanted then percentage wise i think it was like 20 to 6 20 to 3 i think 20 to 3 it was like yeah the brew it took a it's a while to get into double digits it was 20 to not very much at one point it was like 30 to 9 or something like that like but they uh, were up 2-0 yeah <laughs> like the it was like Calgary had like 15 shots on net, no goals. Bruins had like one shot on net, one goal, like one shot, two goals. <laughs> All right. There was also this also set the record for the biggest goal differential shot differential in Bruins history at minus 37. Wow. Yeah, the most in franchise history. The thing is, when you have a guy in your team like Dmitry Orlov, you don't need a lot of shots. No, you know, because... you just need a few Orlov shots, and you're gonna get a couple goals. That first goal, I I my jaw was on the floor. Like you you kept seeing the ice reveal mm-hmm. itself in front of him. And you knew he was gonna keep taking it. Mm-hmm. And the shot he took was a weird one. It was almost like a knuckle puck. Like it wasn't a dart. Yeah, like cross some, body off wing slap shot some, top shelf. Yeah. Not even a slap shot, it was like a snapshot, but it had some flutter to it. And I was like, okay, like Yeah, I was I watching that, it outside on my phone on my porch. And I yelled. I was alone on my porch. And I went, whoa! Whoa! Yeah, that's me. That. Yeah, it was uh, Dimitri Orlov. And, uh, dude, I will say the sad thing here. We were all seeing a Natty Hattie coming. I, I I think I texted you. I'm like, I want it so badly. Because the second mm-hmm. one was super nice, too. It was like a face-off win from Bergeron that mm-hmm. went all the way to Orlov at the point. And that looks like time. a Tory. That was a Tory crew goal to me. It's been a while since we've had a guy at the blue. A line lot more body, a lot it. more body like, than Tory Krug. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because he's not much taller. Like, he's two inches Is he taller. Really? Yeah, Krug's five nine. Orlov's five eleven. Orlov is five. Dude, I I was harping on this last episode. He's five eleven right. two fifteen. Right, a stout he's boy. A big we were talking boy. about putting a lot behind those shots. That thing was a missile. That that was just over the pad. That was, that was wild. He had that he had that like subtle selly too that like yes. The first one was heavy too. I love yeah. I love that he was getting into it. Um I my note here is Orlov is incredible. Like I at this point I was like oh, god yeah. damn. Especially after like, that McDavid breakup. Yes, yeah. It, it mm-hmm. I'm so sold on him I'm, immediately. It's not even funny. And it's funny cuz so many Washington fans are like, "Oh, he was big for us, but he's not having a great year." <laughs> he comes to Boston, he has 5 points in 3 games. Like he, he basically won <laughs> us the game for Calgary. Uh 
because like we'll get we'll just get through the goals real quick but like because the third one was like jake debrus putting his body on the line for the team and getting laid out he did i i didn't even really celebrate this goal although as much as like you should in like a late third period game tying goal because my very first and only thought was jake is down like Jake is not getting up. And I understand that's because there were two bodies on top of him, mm-hmm. but I thought he was real hurt. I mean, watching the replay, it's not like he showed any signs of being hurt. It was just the hit was so big. I was like, there's no way you just get up from that. But he did. I, I my favorite part about it is like if you watch the replay, um you see him and the guy that he's like was taken out with. Are just yeah. like watching the play. They're just laying on the ground. Neither of them making an attempt to get up. They're like, let's just see how this goes. Like, um, it's all three of them. Well, actually, one of them. Yeah, one of them did get up. But and honestly, what a stupid fucking hit to make. Yeah, you're on the penalty kill. They're coming in your zone, and I I know we didn't mean obviously didn't mean to take out his guy too, but I basically took out both of them. So then it was effectively like only two people on the ice who can actually defend. Yeah, Orlov coming up the ice. Zaka like waiting with an eager stick next to the net, and there was still someone else a little further back that he could have passed to. I'm struggling to see who it was, but mm-hmm. not not a not a brilliant move to make. But again, Orlov head up the whole way. Shot shooting angle wasn't great. Like he had number eight in front of him from Calgary, but what a beautiful pass, mm-hmm. dude! Oh Zaka Zaka with the goal in each of these two games is crazy. Mm-hmm. I love that too. It's a lot going on. And honestly, even just to very quickly brush over the goals that Olmark let in. It's mm-hmm. like the first one was like at the beginning of the second period, it was a rifle. One of them was like a mm-hmm. funky bounce. And I forget what the second one was. But like not at, honestly, in this game, even if you did let one in that you should have had back, it's like, all right, oh no, he only made 53 saves this game. Like I'm trying to I'm looking back for that other goal here. Um oh, it was a break, it was a clean shot. Yeah. Not not one you'd wish you'd had back. A pretty clean look in the slot. Kind of left alone. There's uh, ESPN for real did not include the second goal in their recap. So they're I don't they're, think they're, that's true. They're I'm watching it. The short recap. Oh, 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 oh. I thought oh, you that's, were also uh, that's incorrect. Nope, I just skipped over it. Yeah, that was a good one. That's just a good goal. Luch is still a monster. In a different sense now. Cliffy was really going at him a couple times. Clifton wanted to lay him out. And like at one point they was kind of, he hit him and they both kind of jostled a bit. And there was a couple <laughs> times where Luch was like going into the Bruin zone. And it was like McAvoy, Clifton, and somebody else at three separate times. Like he like put very little effort in and just pushed them away from him. <laughs> like seeing like the five nine Connor Clifton going against six three, six four, two hundred and thirty pound Lucic. I'm like, Lucic looks like he's eight feet tall right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a big human being. Did you see uh his wife or girlfriend? I think it's his wife, comment on uh Instagram. Uh, no, uh, I forget who posted it. Somebody said, "Like, could Luch be on the move this trade deadline?" 
It was like Sportsnet or something. Mm-hmm. And Lucic's wife replied and said, send him home with a bear emoji. Bro, don't fucking. I know a lot of people that were like, bet minimum, bring him home. Let's do it. Fuck it. I Come would on. Still Come on. Still Dude, can you imagine after all the trades the Bruins did? And they're like, oh, these are all such good Bruins pickups. Like, what such? Like, they are Bruins players. And then, like, last second, it's like, uh, we, brought, we brought Lucic back, by the way. It's like, how? We, we need a left winger. Like, oh, fucking A. I, I, I dare to dream. I know it's not you know a smart would, move in any sense, but it just be, I just miss Luch. It'd be cool as like a depth move for now, but then there would also be the time coming playoffs where we're like, Luch, look. <laughs> this was this has him. been fun <laughs> yeah it would be sad but he would you know he'd wave the flag pre-game yeah. oh. i kind of love that <laughs> kind of yeah. love that yeah uh Laco no sick hathaway tonight wow yeah i i will say that we're doing this because pasta signed today yeah and it was this time is, to talk. It's, it's a dumbass time to be dropping an episode as a game. Oh, it's going so on. stupid. This, we've so never stupid. come this close. It's, we're going to post it, and it's going to be the second period. Yeah, so anybody who's listening to this, you've seen the Sabres game. We haven't. If there's any big news, and you're like, how are they not talking about how Bergeron just broke 12 ribs? We haven't <laughs> seen it Don't yet. Say that. We haven't seen it happen yet. Yeah. Linus don't don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for us. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they, they're playing the Sabres right now or mm-hmm. probably have already when you're listening to this. So mm-hmm. there's no point in looking ahead to that game. However, I think it is worth looking ahead to the following game, which will be against the newly caned up New York Rangers. Oh, Joe, my anxiety. Oh, my anxiety. Why? Because this will be the first game that I will be in attendance for as a member of the press. Oh, baby. I get to see Patty Kane as Ranger my first game. Uh, that that's, is. That's pretty cool. And I'll get to see cool. Bertuzzi. Yeah, so follow. What, what's your new handle? You changed your handle on Twitter. Rob Tachi. Just my name. Yeah, just Rob Tachi, T-O-C-C-I. Go follow Rob on Twitter if you don't already. Do it. You dodo. Because you're going to be getting inside the uh, inside the garden stuff. I hope you like Simpsons memes. <laughs> and some Simpsons memes. Mostly and uh, maybe 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 toss one or two of those Pixar vids right on. Uh, bear with me. Who knows? Probably going to. Probably Almost going certainly to. will. So uh, um, yeah, we're going to be getting some inside access now. How crazy is that? That's pretty wild. The show's been around for a little bit. This is not very twenties, <laughs> and now we're like, hey, follow the Twitter for inside the locker room exclusive mm-hmm. stuff. So uh, pretty wild. Props to us, and by us, I mean me. Rob. For uh, riding your coattails right into TD Garden. Yeah, because I'm the one riding, co- or you're the one riding coattails here for sure. It's mutual. We're we're somehow Ooh. riding each other's coattails. Uh, the the end games. of the Calgary game. We should probably address how that game ended. We left out uh, overtime. We did not end that game. We didn't talk about overtime again. I don't think we've really hit enough that old Mark made 54 saves this game. 54 saves. That's outrageous. And like at it some is- point, at, at a point, I was just not even like I wanted them to keep shooting. I wasn't like, oh, these are, he's going to break at some point. I'm like, pad the stats. Keep he coming. I don't even care. Um, But when in OT, 
you can tell Calgary kind of really gave up at the end there. I don't know if they're like, yeah, it's over. But like with Marsh, when Marshan like set his edges and like really was pushed on the net, I'm like, there's time. There's time. <laughs> like, there's definitely time. And it was funny because they had that really good look from it was McAvoy to Bergeron. They got saved by Markstrom. And it was a really good save, really good save. And they're like, let's try it the other way. And they went Bergeron to McAvoy and he's fucking slammed it in with 4.3 to go. I was freaking out, like silently running around and fist pumping in my living room. And that is McAvoy's fifth overtime winner, which is tied wow. for most in franchise that's... history with Ray Bork. I was going to say, that's a crazy high number. Yeah. But it does and feel like if Ray you're Bork talking about overtime higher... goals, it's Pasta or McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the Calgary game. That was a really good. I I tweeted this and I'll say it again here. Excuse me. This is the heady topper hitting. Before that game, if you said, Rob, do you think Olmark is gonna win the Vesna? I'd be like, Yeah, probably. And after that game, I'm like, there's no way he doesn't. There's no I'm one hundred percent certain Olmark wins the Vesna now. There's just no he's got it. I, I don't think the the fall off he would have to have and the surge the second or third place vote right now would have to have it's it's not going to happen it just isn't no i mean it would have to be drastic yeah it, it would have it's to be obviously not going to happen no. and i think even then like with like you said setting records scoring a goal setting franchise records it's like even if he does fall to earth a little bit is he still not the favorite? So it's like it's like thirty-one, four, and two, or something like that. Like he'd have to lose a lot of games, to like most really all of them, which I don't think he can. No, I don't think he's yeah, capable. His of record it. is thirty-one, four, and one. <laughs> Word, and he has a nine-three-eight. He has a nine three eight and a one eight eight GAA. That is outrageous, and I love it. Uh, around the league, real quick before we wrap up, mm -hmm. touched on it. Patrick Kane of the Rangers. He's listed as out for tomorrow. Patrick Kane for, for Kane. He's listed as out right now. That's where yeah. he's debuting tonight. I don't know why he wouldn't also play Saturday. He, he better. Play. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Uh, Jonathan Quick. Like, yeah. Trash move. Fuck Gro the Kings. Gross. Me and my homies hate the Kings. I hated that. so much. It was worse when I thought he was staying in Columbus. I'm really glad to see him go to Vegas. And I would... Now I am rooting so hard for a Vegas Kings playoff series. It's crazy. Because you it, that's such a good narrative. But I have more than a few reasons to dislike the... Los Angeles Kings. They had an AHL team in my city. They did. And then decided we don't want it there anymore. Yeah. Granted, are they diagonal ends of the country? Are they 3,000 plus miles away from each other? And does it make a whole ton of sense if you're trying to run a hockey team with having players accessible and pulling them from New Hampshire to Maybe. <laughs> Southern California? Sure. Am I happy you took away my, my team? No. Am I happy you stopped wearing purple and decided that you wear black and silver and that's it? No. Am I happy 
that your arena is no longer the Staples Center and now Crypto.com Arena. No, I'm not happy about that either. But to trade Jonathan Quick in the year that you're finally doing something and send him to the 32nd overall team in hockey, tell him in the locker room, and after then a make win. after a win, and then make him fly with the team. I couldn't be more happy for a guy than Quick right now. The fact that he's going to Vegas, and he's in your division, bro. Oh, I love that. That's he's the only division. reason I I, th- I think this kind of got a happy ending is he has a chance, and they play them. They play. He plays the Kings on the sixth of April. That's got to be a sh- fucking shutout. Fucks you guys up. I need to score a goal. <laughs> I hope he scores. I hope he fights somebody. I hope he fights Daryl Sutter, even though he isn't there anymore. Just for fun. He flies I, down. Yeah, to take a shit. <laughs> oh, watching Sutter. Seeing Sutter, seeing Sutter was good. This, yeah, this honestly, time. every time I'm like, oh, good. It's him. Like he was, he was just like grimacing and just making funny faces on the bench. I'm like, oh, Daryl. Uh, real quick, I want to read to you the top six forward for the Rangers tonight. Uh, Kreider, Sabinajad, Tarasenko. Panarin, Trocek, Kane. Gross. Okay. Gross. Okay. There uh, are some deep teams out there, sure. Um, the video you sent me with Pete is asked the Rangers the team to beat now. I really liked his answer because he was like, no, they're just probably the most entertaining or like that's like the biggest pickups. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's like, are they the team to beat? I'm like, you know, the Bruins are still playing hockey, right? Like, you know. <laughs> They didn't relegate the Bruins to some higher league yet. Plus ten thousand goal differential. Like, <sighs> yeah, did you see that that graphic I sent you of the uh, the animated yeah. goal differential? I saw it earlier, so, and so. I just I I sat and watched it again because it made me so happy. Uh, looking forward to this game Saturday one p.m. on ABC. Word or on my um, Twitter feed. I'm just gonna stream the whole game live. The uh, Rangers will be without Ke'Andre Miller. Why? What heard. happened? What happened? If you haven't heard, he accidentally spit on Drew Doughty. Oh, been there. Which I'm pro now. I'm for. Because I hate the <laughs> I hate the Kings. Me and all my homies hate the Kings now. I like simultaneously believe he meant to spit, but he did not mean to spit in his face. I I, <laughs> I, I believe that. He immediately hashed it out with Doughty personally, and even the Kings, I think, were like, yeah, we don't, we don't think he did that on purpose, but still don't set a precedent where someone can spit in someone's face and they don't get suspended. Right, right, right. right, right. And it was the same suspension Hathaway got when he spit in someone's face. It was the same three games, so. Oh, Hathaway spit on somebody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Okay, dude, my last note here is so many people were like, oh, they were born to be a Bruin, but they're such a Bruin. All that is code for is they're an asshole. That's it. Like, they only say that about players who are assholes. Like, Hathaway, oh, Bruin. Bertuzzi, oh, Bruin. Like, (laughs) Like yeah, they, they never say it about a guy with like silky smooth hands. <laughs> They're never like, oh yeah, Pasternak was born to be a Bruin. We're not even that team anymore. We haven't been for like a fucking decade. Like a few of them, dude. A yeah. few decades. I would argue. I mean, I guess there was at one point. No, sure. I think like 2013. Even hell, even 2019. That was a pretty rambunctious team, especially yeah, with the fourth line. But I, <sighs> I just like that was my last. That's <laughs> the only time people made that comment. Now is that that guy's an ass. Like, <sighs> well, they're ours. 1 p.m. Saturday, ABC. Uh, goalies, goalies. Igor Shosturkin working with a 2-6-3 and a 9-10. And then our good friend Yaroslav Halak. 
Honestly, that's the re- their goaltending is the reason I'm not worried about them. But yeah, they're talking about being the team to beat. They're not even the best in their division. You got Carolina and New Jersey also in that division, who are both sig- I even with the trades, I think are significantly better than the Rangers are. The, you'd put the Devils above. Yeah, Devils are nasty. Devils are not far know. behind the Canes, and the Canes are know. not far behind Boston. Canes scare me, dude. I don't like the Canes. Uh, Max, Domi, Max Domi to Dallas. You see that, too? No, I didn't. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Right? Uh, Bukestad to Edmonton. Remember that time Dallas was in the Stanley Cup final? That was silly. They Remember were. that time we were in a goofy mood and let the Dallas Stars play in the final? Who let that happen? I don't know. We were having a goofy year. I don't appreciate that. Uh, the Bruins are 2-0 and against the Rangers this year. Aggregate score of 8-3. to Good, good. Uh, you got any predictions for this uh, Bruins Rangers game? Any final score predictions? Uh, no, honestly, like I think it'll be pretty close. I don't think uh-huh. anyone's going to run away with this game. I think it'll be a really good game. I'm excited to see their top six like live. That'll be really cool. I'm just my anxiety is through the roof. <laughs> no, it's not in a good um, way. In a good way. Your excitement, dude. That's what you're talking about is excitement. Yeah, I think the Bruins fair. Bruins win this one three two. So, ooh, I like that. I dig that. Uh. God bless us, everyone. God bless every one of you listening. Uh, God bless David Pasternak. More, than, pasta any, more than anybody. More than any of us, really. Um, welcome to Boston. Tyler Patuzzi. You asshole. You born to be a Bruin piece lovingly. of shit. <laughs> I do love the trend whenever we got a new player. Someone tweets a video of them getting into a brawl with Brad Marchand. I love that. I love how consistent it is. It's like, who's got it? Who's got the clip? I'm like, And I like that. Maybe this is me sucking Brad a little bit, but I don't mm-hmm. care. I like that. I know parasocially what Brad is like enough to be like, I, I think if, if you've had scraps with a guy and he's a hated guy and you come to his team, you're like, ugh, this guy's gonna try to be nice to me, and this guy's gonna, ugh, I'm gonna see this like fake ass side of him when I know he's really a prick on the ice. It's like, no, you're gonna see him, and he's probably gonna still be a prick, and he's probably still gonna be loud and but like in a big mean, brother way, but in a brotherly way. And you're gonna see that how everyone else interacts with him, and you're gonna see how he interacts with other guys on the ice on the bench, and you're gonna be like, oh, damn it, I actually I like it. him now. I get it now. Yeah. Now that I I'm on the other that. side of the curtain. You're going to start to love Brad Marchand, Tyler Bertuzzi. Accept it. Is he Come Todd's son? Nephew. Nephew. That's what I thought. Nephew. Um, did, you re- did you see the video of Montgomery talking about getting the news about Bertuzzi? Yeah. He like, he said, give like, someone I a put my knuckles out and said, boom. <laughs> so I was happy. <laughs> that mean happy. Oh, oh my. All right. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed the Sabres game, which we're about to go watch. Uh, this yeah. is really smart. We're going to start a podcast as a game start. <laughs> Disclaimer we are not covering this game live. All right. All right. Well, to you, as always, Sabres, Rob. as always, as always, thank you for bearing with me and being an asshole. Pasta. Pasta.